Got something on your mind? We do too. So wherever you are, whether you're walking your dog, on the train, or just sitting at home, let's have a conversation. Hello, hello. Good morning. How are you doing? Good to see your beautiful face. Yeah, man. You too. You're doing November, I see. Yes. Um, I wish the viewers could see your beautiful face and my beautiful, well, <laughs> shaven face with a very thick mustache. Yeah, I was told to do, I was told to do November by a friend, but I think I'm I'm very much like a clean shaven kind of guy. Like I don't like growing a lot of facial hair. Have you never like, tried it? Never. Like I usually like shave once every two weeks. I don't grow a lot of facial hair as it is, but yeah. Um, yeah, I think I just prefer, yeah, I just prefer being clean shaven. So I'll just like, yeah, leave it like that. So is, this, is it like a, when you're clean shaven and you go out into the world, you feel you're most presentable? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Um, like I don't grow too much facial hair as it is. Like I know some people who like grow beards and shit. That's not me. That's not me at all. Um, but yeah, I just feel more confident like when I am clean shaven. Uh, especially like when I'm going out or meeting some friends. It, yeah, I'll try to be as clean-shaven as is reasonable. Honestly, something my friend told me the other day, which reminded me of what you said, because you, you use the word confidence. Mm -hmm. I feel more confident when, I, when I'm clean-shaven. Mm. That's a preference of yours. I mean, I, I would definitely say I feel more confident if I didn't have this thick mustache on my face yeah. and <laughs> not anything else. But something my friend told me the other day, um, it was really interesting. He asked me, hey, man, do you have cologne in your bag? Mm -hmm. I said, no, I don't. Sorry. He said, oh, my God, I left the house without cologne. And I said, oh, it's fine, man. I'm sure you don't smell bad. And then he said, it's not about smelling bad. It's about the way I feel when I leave the house wearing cologne. Mm. I feel more confident. I feel like my body language is different. And I thought that was really interesting because the way we present ourselves Physically, that's, you know, that's one aspect to this, you know, whole, whole talk of confidence. When we, when we um, put to, put ourselves together and then in a sense, show ourselves to everybody, you know, go about our day. Right. When we're happy with, when we're confident or we're happy with how we look, you know, you put in your nice outfit, you're groomed, you smell nice, you've taken a shower, you've brushed your teeth, whatever it is. If you've not done one of those things, you'll probably feel a bit uncomfortable within yourself, right? Yeah, I think that, I think that it's it's such a it's such an interesting thing where like what I think a lot of people experience is when you say that I think of fashion and it's not necessarily that you have the best clothes, but when you wear certain clothes and you know you like you're clean and you're like smelling nice or whatever, you feel confident. Absolutely. And then because you feel confident, you look good, if that makes sense. Yes. You don't look good because of the clothes you're wearing. You look good because you feel confident because you like the clothes that you're wearing. And when you say look good, that's usually a third person yeah, observation exactly. that someone makes, right? Yeah. And looking good usually comes from what that person's radiating. Mm -hmm. I could be wearing the best outfit ever, but say hypothetically I felt very unconfident in that outfit or the way I I'm showing myself today people can pick up on that actually mm, for sure I think like you could have two you could have two people wearing the exact same outfit one of them isn't 
really confident for whatever reason it's the vibe and they're yeah. like walking a bit like shy and you know like they're not yeah. sort of like you know like they're not being themselves yeah. where like someone else is like they're confident they like what they're wearing they're in a good mood they're having a good day whatever it may yeah. be and the confidence that is radiated from that second person means that or in my mind like they look better just because of the, the confidence that they're sort of radiating absolutely it's a radiate that's the thing yeah. it's like someone radiates confidence yeah radiates positivity yeah i don't know if there's scientific evidence to back this up but i feel like a lot of people have energies to them right for sure yeah sometimes you could walk in a room someone can say nothing you know they could be neutral but th there's a there's an aura maybe mm -hmm. or there's a vibe about them yeah that could you know it could boost you up or it can actually even bring you down right for sure and confidence is huge in that if someone's if I speak to someone and they're very certain about what they're saying, they're out there. It's, um, you know, th there's confidence. Yeah. I seem to just enjoy my time with that person a little yeah. bit more maybe. Yeah. I think it extends past physical appearance and what you dress like, yeah. what you look like. It's, yeah, I think you're right. The there's, definitely, thing, yeah. there's definitely people that like are the light in the room. It's like what they say. And they beam confidence, which means you enjoy your time with them. I can think of a few people that are like that, where, you know, I may be not having the best day. I go to see them and then I like I, I go back to my like yeah. back to my place, like happy. Like of course, confidence I think doesn't just mean being the life of the party mm. or the beam of positivity. I think having positive energy, negative energy are also different. People can be very confident actually you can be very sure about themselves but at the same time maybe you won't enjoy your enjoy your time with them true they could come off as obnoxious perhaps mm -hmm. stuck up like too confident too confident yeah of course there's the fine line between ego and confidence as well mm -hmm. but then confidence can also be confidence can be subtle so if somebody's introverted but they're confident you could you know that that's always a nice time with that person but maybe in a different way but in the sense that they're certain about themselves. Yeah. And it's clear they've worked on themselves wherever they could. And it's nice, you know, you yeah. can see you can see some confidence there. Yeah. I, I really think like there's many levels to this game when it comes to confidence. <laughs> Too many. <laughs> yeah. It's someone may appear confident, but they may not be confident in some other ways. Um yeah. And there's some people who may, like you say, who appear introverted, may not talk too much, but there's other areas and other aspects of their life where like they are confident. So yes. for example, like, I know people who may not speak too much. They may not be like the guy who you go to, to have like a fun time. Yeah. But for example, in I'm thinking of one person in particular in academics, they're very confident in how they're approaching academics. Yeah. And like in terms of the course right now, they're smashing it, you know? Yeah. So I feel like there's different elements to how you can be confident, but also it goes a bit inner as well. It's like the like kind of what you were saying before of how certain are you of yourself and the things that you're doing and how much do you doubt yourself? And that's like a very, I think a much bigger conversation that I don't know. A lot of people don't talk about because I think our views of other people are based on, what they appear like right but there's exactly. a lot more going on behind the scenes um a lot more and how they view how they view themselves and how certain they are of themselves how much they doubt themselves 
is not really seen so we don't really talk about it too much um but it's something i think about like all the time yeah um yeah. that's a big one man because and i i also like what you said about confidence in many different levels mm-hmm. i can talk for myself for example i like to be in social situations i'm confident in my ability to do a lot of the things i can trust myself to do a lot of things there's one thing I'm very not confident in, and that's my love life, for example. That's right. quite personal, mm. but I feel like I lack a lot of confidence there. Mm. And I think that is definitely a good description of what you said. Confidence is in different areas, in different levels, right? You know, I have friends being like, oh my God. Like, if you told me go speak in a room in front of a thousand people, yeah, sure, I'd be a bit, you know, bit, a bit shaky about it, but... I wouldn't feel very, you know, cr- too intimidated by that, right? Mm. I could probably pull it together and be like, all right, we're speaking in front of a thousand people today. Say you and I, Rahul, go to a bar and there's a cute girl. And I'm like, oh, she's cute. Naturally, you might say, oh, man, you know, I want to go talk to her. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, no, no chance. Yeah. And I overthink that way too much. Mm. I actually get sweaty palms, shaky knees. Mm. The whole deal. The whole deal, and I sometimes don't understand why. Yeah. So what I what I realized is if I actually do find someone attractive or something, for example, mm-hmm. or um, say there is a flirtatious encounter of any kind, yeah, I would shroud that with my cordial side. Mm-hmm. So the way I talk to you or the way I talk to friends, I will in my head, associate that person I'm talking with in a friendly context. So a lot more conversation comes out. Whereas if I made the association of, yes, this is a girl who I am flirting with, and this is not a completely platonic context. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) My confidence tanks very quickly. Mm. I don't know what to say. I start doubt. I doubt myself a lot. I put myself down, I realized. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, that was personal, but I shared that just to say, you know, there's, we all struggle with confidence in some ways, in some ways and yeah. it's such, it's such a work in progress. It is, it is. And I think something I was thinking about when you were saying that is, I really do think that it comes from, yeah, it comes from who you are and how you sort of perceive certain situations and the energy that you give off and how that affects other things. Yes. Um, I was, there was this interview for like a mentorship scheme on Friday. Details aren't important, but the point is there was a question which was what motivates you to get up every day? I like that question. It's it's a good question, but like, you know, it it caused you to like introspect a little bit, think a little bit. What was your answer? Um, But you only had a minute. And my answer was, I just want to wake up every day to be the best version of myself and give off the best energy as possible, which will only benefit me, but may also benefit the people around me because they, you know, they're around someone who has good energy. Right. I mean, I'm going to say it won't only benefit you. I think it benefits everyone. Yeah. Or you're, you're just doing something good for the world in a sense, right? Yeah. To, to be the best version of yourself. Yeah. That's a cool answer. Yeah. I'm not sure how much I like like that answer, to be honest, but it's the answer I gave. And I think the reason I sort of say that is because I think people say, oh, yeah, just be yourself. And there is 
a definitely an element of truth to that is yes just honestly what else can you be apart from be yourself right i would say be true to yourself be and be true yeah. to yourself um and like what what is the worst that's going to happen if we take this example of like you know going up to a girl and talking to her yeah honestly what is the worst that's going to happen um in yeah and what do you I have think, to lose yeah and i think a lot of people overthink yeah. that myself included yeah um you struggle with the girls too man yeah yeah um i do and so i, I definitely <laughs> in that combo. I, I definitely relate on that sort of on that side of things and it's being so natural though it's so natural yeah. and it, there's different the different there's different different spectrums to that i think of course like you know the confidence to talk to someone but then also the com- I think for me personally, also the confidence in myself, the confidence that I have in myself because of the fact that, you know, I've been single for, you know, like all my life, basically. So it's evidence-based. Yeah. For, for, for me, a lot of things is evidence-based because I think extrapolating this out to the general picture, I think confidence within yourself starts from the story you tell yourself. And for me, a big part of the story I tell myself is the experiences that I've had, or as you put it, the evidence that I have to base my views of myself, right? If, and this is positive, but also negative in the sense that if, um, for example, this is notional, let's say I, um, there's a particular, like two modules every year that I just fail and I don't do very well in. Sure. then the evidence is suggesting that this will always happen. And a big part of what I do is I get hung up on the fact that, oh my God, like this is going to happen again. And people say, no, no, you'll be fine. I'm like, no, we don't understand. Like the evidence is suggesting. Right. There's some reinforcement there. And then this affects sort of the story I tell myself. It can also be positive though. Like say for example, um, I have, a really good encounter with someone socially yeah right and they messaged me afterwards saying hey had such a nice day um was like feeling I don't know, a bit down this morning but you know we met and i feel so much better thank you for yeah. giving your energy for example again yeah. completely notional that that is like oh wow like you know the way that i sort of am when i'm myself and the way that yeah, I act, yeah. that has positive impact on someone i'm not yeah. looking to have impact on people yeah but that's evidence again to just like oh you know what like you know like you're confident you're social you're doing your thing yeah and, you know it's well received um so it's a it's a positive and a negative thing but yeah i definitely think it comes down to the story you tell yourself absolutely and in a lot of aspects i struggle with that and the story i tell myself and i think it's good to be hard on yourself and it's good to sort of you know be your worst critic but i think sometimes i take that too far and i beat myself up for things i really shouldn't beat myself you're up your for. own worst critic yeah absolutely yeah. man. i get that yeah. from my mom my mom tells me that all the time it's like you are your own worst critic or that is true and it's very true very the true. voice in your head is the most relentless voice yeah exactly and yeah i i think i think like a lot of people suffer from this without actually saying it yeah and this is not me sort of imposing a story upon people of course not but i think a lot of people i know there's they fall into one or two categories the first category is they could be doing so like so many cool things from the outside it looks great but they're not satisfied because they always want more and when they do something that is against whatever they're reaching it's 
you know, they're not doing themselves justice, so to put it. Right, yeah. Um, and again, like I said, I experienced that a lot. And there's other people who simply don't think about that too much. You know, they don't think about, it's not necessarily that they don't have a critic as part of their voice. It's just that they don't really think about that too much. And there's some people who overthink it. Yep. So I think I've definitely seen that. But I, I, I think going back to the point, I think people and them being their worst critic, I think is a lot more common of a thing than people realize. I think that's part of, you know, the ever so slightly double-edged sword mm. of being very goal-oriented as well, yeah. what you said. Yeah. Because having goals is great. Striving towards something is great. But then, I mean, I do, I do get what you mean. Sometimes when you're doing things that don't align with any sort of progression towards that goal or goals in plural, then you may not be doing yourself justice. And then that voice kind of comes in. Yeah. Rahul, you're not doing this, Bishu, you're not doing this. Yeah. And I also think, especially for ambitious people, and I like to think of, think of myself as ambitious, sometimes these goals, as part of this goal-oriented mindset, can contradict, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, in what sense? I feel like there's certain moments, and I've experienced this a lot recently, where I'll be acting in accordance of a certain goal or the, or a way I want sure, to live. Yeah. Goal is a general term. Sure, yeah. But then I think, how do I keep on doing this if I have another goal to do this, this other thing? Sure. Like, they don't seem compatible. Like, I'll give an example. Let's say, so something I have been thinking a lot about recently is, you know, the idea of relationships. Yeah, sure. Right? A romantic relationship and how... Sure especially when you start getting into a romantic relationship, yeah. there is some level of sacrifice where, not to put it bluntly, but like your time is just not your time. Not not truly, right? There's- You, you know, share a lot more things with you someone. Sh you share sure, a yeah, lot more yeah. things with someone and that comes with an element of sacrifice. And sacrifice is a whole other topic, but- Would you I, use the word sacrifice? I'd use the word compromise as well. I think sacrifice yeah. compromises yeah the same the same thing in kind of what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah. which is but i'm someone who i very much thrive on the fact that my time is my time yeah and i live my life in my own way yep so for someone to come in and to not disrupt that but to sort of shift that slightly yeah for me again two incompatible ideas I think it was Drake who said, like, I love my space. I love my routine. And someone to come into that and fit into that puzzle, there'd have to be someone very special. Yeah. And I relate to that very much. Sure, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, if I'm sort of living my life my own way, doing my thing, reaching my goals, you know, not necessarily that it objectively contradicts, but in my mind, it's contradicting with, right another thing so in your mind it says okay you know that's something you can work towards maybe building a stable relationship with you know someone heterosexual man so woman mm -hmm. but striving for that for instance or you know introducing that into your life contradicts a lot of the other things you want to do in your life too because this is you know it's kind of an exchange of maybe more of your time or mm -hmm. such yeah that thing you said about evidence-based 
I'm still thinking about that because, and I have a very short response for that. It's that life is not research. Life is a book that you continuously write. Mm. What you write now is easily different to what has been written before. Mm. And there's so much more to write. Mm. So it's very easy though. And, you know, naturally, okay, you're a computer scientist, logical person, sure. But naturally we have the tendency to look at evidence and then draw conclusion based on that. So if I've not, if I've been struggling at some certain thing, I'll, I'll use the, I'll use the example too. I've not been in a relationship, uh, like a proper relationship in nearly six years, maybe mm -hmm. five years, five years, actually, I think I can't remember. And I've not been in that for so long. And in my head, there's this link between I've not been in a relationship for so long and the longer it gets, the more difficult it is for me to get back into it, mm. which is actually absolutely not true. Yeah. A lot of it is in my control. Sure. And I did make the conscious decision to not, to not introduce a stable relationship or, you know, to form a relationship with someone. If I feel like I could not give that person my best. Yeah. I like to think I'm giving in that sense because yeah. when I'm in a relationship with someone, it's really not about me. It's about mm. both of us. Yeah. And I want to make sure I'm giving this person a lot of joy and positivity mm. and contributing to let their lives positively as they are with yeah. mine. Right. Yeah. I feel like if there was a point in life where I couldn't do that to nearly the best of my ability, then I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to do something. And I also, I'm not each to their own. And I know a lot of people are different with how they choose to have a relationship with someone. I mean, I have friends who, you know, have been through quite a few relationships, which is great. But for me, I find that really difficult to do. It's a bigger deal for me. I'm, I put it, I put it very high up with, if I choose to be in a relationship with you, you might be my wife sort of thing. Yeah. Right. And of course there is that possibility always, but the probability is a lot higher. Yeah. Or I, I would guess I narrow it a lot more. Mm. Anyway, a bit of a tangent there, but to go back to saying, you know, you, it's based on stuff like that, things you've been through before things you failed at before or things you've struggled with before. It's so easy for it to affect your confidence now. Yeah. Because there's reinforcement behind it. There's evidence. It's right in front of you, right? Oh, it just makes sense. And this has happened in the past. This has happened in the past. Sure, it just makes sense, right? Reinforcement. But like I said, you, you write your own story. You write the story that you tell yourself. Yeah. which is what you were talking about, the story yeah. we tell ourselves. Yeah. So if you can continuously write that, then... Yeah, no, for sure. I, I do agree with that. And I, and I think that there's a um, there's a concept called stoicism. I'm not sure, like, many people may not know it, or I'm not sure how... been hearing that word a lot recently. Stoicism. Yeah. And the reason I mention stoicism is because part of being stoic or having a stoic mindset is... You will have experiences, things will happen to you, you will do things, right? Yes. You will experience all these things, yeah. both good and bad, whatever. But how you choose to act based on what has happened is completely within your control. Yep. Right? And there's different extremities that you can take that to. But I think there is a gap between you know something happening and the story you tell yourself where you're yeah. processing the thing that has happened and you're translating that into either 
you acting in a certain way to, mm -hmm. you know, go against that or yeah. reinforcing that because it was a good experience, whatever. But the point is that you have control over the story you tell yourself, like you said. Um, and I think something that I'm trying to work on is being more proactive in trying to improve myself in the way that I want to improve myself, as opposed to simply telling telling myself the story that this is not going to happen. Because, you know, something I realized recently is having a negative story about yourself, while it may feel bad, is actually easier than going against that and trying to act on something to change Absolutely. That, it's right? really easy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like if you tell yourself a certain story, it's, comfort it's comfortable to stick to that story, yeah. whether it's good or bad, because, yep. you know, you're familiar with that story. And it takes a real amount of courage, confidence, like we were saying, to, to go against that and say, look, no, I don't like this conversation that I'm having with myself at all. And I want to proactively go in a way to change that story. Um, and I think it is Kevin Hart. Was it, is it Kevin Hart? Um, yeah, Kevin Hart. I can hear that from Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart was on uh, the Joe Rogan Experience. He's, he was on there twice. Yeah. Both episodes, highly recommend. Yeah. Um, but one of the things he says is you live exactly what you said. You live your life as if you're writing a book. So what's your book going to look like? And wake up each day trying to write the best book possible yeah and i think if you live with that mindset the angels up in my head are telling me that you will going back to what i said before you will live in the best way you will be the best version of yourself yeah and you will act in accordance with what you want yeah there's a lot of complexity to that i'm just generalizing of course. and then you give off the best energy which will mean that other things which may not be in your life yet but you may want in the future yeah something will figure out something will you'll be able to figure it out somehow yes i kind of worded that wrong but that's the, <laughs> yeah. the point you get absolutely man yeah affirmations have been trendy recently mm, i've seen this yeah you've seen this not my cup of tea i find it a bit hard to wake up I mean, I, I like to tell myself positive things yeah that's something i've been practicing as you said because for for the longest time I've struggled with telling myself that that story about myself in a positive light. Mm. There'd be a lot of negativity shrouded around yeah. it. Yeah. Or I would, you know, the voice in my head wouldn't be so kind. Yeah. Right. The voice in, my, in your head will always be the most relentless voice. But watch how you speak to yourself. Anyway. Another no, combo, but, what, but no, yeah. Watching how you speak to yourself is so important. Of course. Um, yeah, man. Even, even in subtle ways. Yeah. Um, Bruce Lee said this. What do you say? He said, words are energy. Yeah. So even the words you tell yourself. I mean, he went to the extreme to say as a joke, because sometimes we make fun of ourselves, which is fine. No, no, no. Oh, this is what this is exactly what I was going to yeah. say. Um, you may tell your like say a joke and you'll laugh about it, but even that is it's not truly a joke. Part of it is like a reflection of the way that you think about yourself. Sure. Right? Like a lot of people make a joke to sort of like, you know tease themselves or insult themselves yeah right is and, and um so i mean an example that i can think of is let's say i'm doing some coursework um, yeah and um i make like a silly error for example right like i just write something wrong i forget to put in a line or whatever like whatever it may be a very you're like oh i'm so stupid a very simple error it's like oh man i'm so dumb like yeah I, I yeah, yeah. Two hours on this thing, <laughs> yeah right? 
And then you laugh about it with your friends because it's like, ah, okay, cool, like it's fine, all is good. But then, you know, even something as simple as that, and even that subtly sort of adds to the story you tell yourself, yeah. right? And even in moments where that voice is barking at you saying, oh my God, you haven't done this, you haven't done that, like you did this wrong, you did that wrong. I think affirmations aren't really my thing yeah because i feel like for me that's a bit too forced where i'm forcing myself to say nice things yeah in the hope that it will positively manifest yeah but for me i think i'm trying to do a better job at and i think i am doing a better job at you know whenever i hear this negative voice all these doubts coming in yeah i stop whatever i'm doing i take like a five to ten minute walk i yeah. step away from whatever i'm doing to yeah. that space and then i breathe i'm like okay don't worry head clear focus you got this and that can be in whatever context it can be it can be like whether you know a voice is telling me like oh you did like a, that embarrassing thing with this random friend that you have for example like you there's like an embarrassing moment you <laughs> it'd be like that yeah. yeah or it can be like oh my god like it's 8 p.m you have like a deadline tomorrow and you have all this work you need to do but you you're not doing it blah, 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 yeah blah. Or you have this like interview for this job and you haven't prepared, you know, I take a deep breath and say, it's going to be okay. Have faith in yourself. Yeah. Go back. And the only way that this is going to work is if you have, have that faith and you have, yeah. have, have faith in your ability, basically. Of course. Whatever ability means. You got this. Concept. Exactly. You the voice this. in my head a lot of the time, instead of being like, oh, you're struggling. It's like, you got this. Yeah. Exactly. Come on. Exactly. But yeah, man, good way to, yeah, good way to leave it because yeah. talk, the voice in our heads is so important. Yeah. And I, I kind of want everyone to think about how they speak to themselves. Yeah. What do they tell themselves? Because what you tell yourself is automatically a lot of what you become. Exactly. Yeah. Right. And it's not what you say out loud. It's what's, yeah. what's in, the, I'm tapping my head. What's in your head. Yeah. Kings yeah. and queens. Think about how you're talking to yourself. Hell Yeah.